0: Hey, welcome back to That 70s Card Show. I'm your host, John Keating, and I thank you for joining me as I take a look back at the cards and the culture of the very colorful 1970s. We'll revisit a more simple time in our hobby by taking a deep dive into the sets and the stats with a generous amount of dad facts sprinkled in. That 70s Card Show is currently sponsored by nobody. If you have a comment or suggestion, I urge you to drop me a line at that 70s card show at gmail.com that 70s card show on youtube or 70s card on twitter episode 41 well we've made it to episode 41 and we're going to talk about a set that uh came onto our shores in the year 1979 before we get to that we will um want to Talk briefly about my uh, past week. Obviously, we had the Super Bowl on Sunday. Enjoyed watching that as well as the halftime show. I think there was something there for everybody. A decent game. I don't think it was a great game. I thought it was a good game. Uh, I thought it was a better than good halftime show. But obviously, I'm showing my age. Uh, Not a rap fan from the womb, but uh, I've come to appreciate the older stuff. The older I get myself. Uh, busy week last week. I started out in New York, back to Philadelphia, onto Chicago, uh, then back to Philadelphia and in New York, where Thursday night I had the pleasure of chatting with Mike Summer from Wax Pack Hero podcast. And uh, I believe he also puts his stuff on YouTube as well, at least the audio. Uh, Mike is a wonderful podcast host, he's a hobbypreneur, has his own shop as a side hustle, uh, pretty much knows uh, a lot about a lot of different things in the hobby. So he, uh, he's on comp C he's on sports lots. He's all over the place, a fan of many different, uh, genres of our sport. And that word genre he uses in his, uh, intro, which I really appreciate. Uh, I love hearing him say that every time he does say that Mike summer is, uh, his his podcast is educational it's to the point it's brief it's eloquent it's essentially everything i am not so uh hopefully uh, we can all listen to that episode in the very near future so thank you mike for having me thursday night 16 hour day for me on friday up in new york uh then uh, in the middle of all this stuff midweek on uh, i saw something on facebook marketplace 10 cards for sale and they had a price and uh, I asked the seller on Marketplace, this was Facebook Marketplace, uh, uh, if 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 you could cut me a deal, I'd appreciate it, because I'd be coming down from New York, down the Garden State Parkway, to Wildwood, New Jersey, which is what we call the shore. And uh, many of you will be visiting the shore this summer, perhaps for the first time when you go to the National and Atlantic City. Uh, enjoy the shore, everybody. I think I'll be there myself. Anyway, uh, down the shore, uh, and then back to, uh, Philadelphia would have been a pretty, uh, long drive for me, essentially like a five hour drive to, um, get these 10 cards. So I asked for a break. Uh, the gal on the other end said, if they're still available this weekend, we'll revisit. So Friday night, I got a uh, message from her, her and her husband were selling these cards and, um, they would cut me a break about a 10% discount on the cards and uh, off I went 5 a.m. on Saturday morning, a pre-dawn departure from Manhattan, again down the Turk Turnpike to the Garden State Parkway and uh, to Wildwood, New Jersey. Got there right around when the sun was coming up over uh, the Atlantic Ocean. Met at a uh, Acme, as we say here, an Acme supermarket in um the couple, the happy couple, approached in there. Uh, the gentleman was in his pajama pants, Redskins pajama pants, uh, pushing a little dog in a stroller and uh, presented me with the 10 cards. Uh, I gave them the cash. It wasn't a lot of money considering what I got in return, but uh, we chit-chatted. This gentleman had been a collector most of his life, and uh, apparently his dog was having some medical issues. He was having some um, work hour shortages at the place he works so he's looking to raise a little capital uh so i ended up with uh, 10 cards uh i'm going to go in reverse order here real quick Uh, 69 hank aaron uh, which i already have two of none of them are in great condition but uh, the one i got probably a a four maybe uh 67 i had a i got a 67 clemente a 67 Mays, and a 67 drunk uncle mickey mantle Uh, i already have the mickey mantle uh so i'll probably get that slabbed and perhaps sell that thing to somebody the clemeni is in great shape the maze is in probably a a four or five um working our way back to 1961 i believe uh 1961 i got a sandy koufax any williamay's uh 61 62 was a um 60 oh, I'm sorry 1960 I got a Stan Usual and a Hank Aaron 1960 the Stan Usual had uh, some wrinkles in it probably the worst out of the bunch probably a probably a two or two or three at the most so um there's that 55 uh Bowman Roy Campanella uh probably in a four to five range and a 33 Gowdy uh Bud Cantwell so if I'm uh counting that right which i'm probably not uh i'm sure i left out something but anyway uh, i was happy with that it was 10 cards uh couldn't be uh happier with that purchase came out to around 40 bucks a card so maybe you guys can uh, do the math on the side there uh not bad haul 10 vintage cards um if i'm not mistaken yeah that's 10 vintage cards so anyway lucky me happy me uh all that stuff. So, uh Saturday home, Sunday Super Bowl, uh pretty lonely Super Bowl just my wife and I watching, which is the first time that's happened probably in forever. Um so here I am uh finished up all my schoolwork last night, taking three college courses, so uh that can add up as well. Um on to 1979, shall we? So 1979, uh, we're not going to get into any dad facts here, but we're going to uh, talk about a set that I touched on in my uh, one of my first episodes of this year, uh, the Goals episode, and that was about Pele. And uh, I planned on featuring this set a little bit more, the 1979 Venerlandis, Our Heroes World of Sports set, or World of Sport, Our Heroes Flick Cards set whatever you want to call it. Um, It's kind of got a convoluted name and the Venerlandis part is the, I believe the printer or manufacturer. The world of sport part is a show that was on, uh, ITV, independent television in England, uh, network. And it was essentially, uh, Britain's version of wide world of sports. I think it ran from 1968 to 1985, uh, featured, uh, uh you know rather uh ordinary sports that we would that that um the british would be into such as soccer and tennis and uh, boxing and stuff like that big on wrestling apparently back in the day and other oddball sports that are obviously uh or english centric or brit centric uh sports such as uh, snooker or snooker um darts and barrel jumping and stuff like that. So uh, World of Sport was a pretty fun watch. Apparently it was on about six, seven hours on a Saturday, and a lot of it was live. And it was hosted by a gentleman named uh, Dick Davies. And, um, yeah, so it was uh, pretty – Pretty long run there on ITV. And uh, so in 1978, I guess they came up with the idea to put this World of Sport uh, flick cards set together featuring our heroes. Um, A little bit of a blurb in Beckett. Not a lot is known about this set because uh, I don't know whether it's lack of uh, um, demand or just uh, they did a real good job of keeping everything secret. But uh, according to Beckett, this thing was issued in England. Not quite sure how. 48 card set measures approximately one and five eighths by two and a half inches and features caricatures, caricatures on the front. The backs have biological information as well as a brief biography of the featured athlete. Uh, there are 48 cards in this set and this set came with a book. So I said, I, uh, was briefly touched on this with the, uh, my episode about Pele, uh, I, was in the middle of a auction when I was on the cusp of recording that episode. So I decided not to talk about it as much as uh, perhaps um, I should have. But cut to the chase, I lost the auction. And then uh, a day or two later, I saw uh, a buy it now. Uh, from overseas in england and i pounced on it and it was uh, substantially less than what the final auction price was for the set that i missed out on and it included uh it included this little uh, book right here so um let me see if i could bring that up on my thing um, pretty happy about that uh came with the book and this book, uh, as, as if you're watching, uh, on YouTube, this book was essentially kind of like the sticker books that Panini put out, uh, front cover says flick cards has our, our guy, Dick Davies dressed in training pants and, and, uh, boots as they call them over there, which are basically sweatpants and cleats and, uh, kind of has all the logos on there for world of sport for our heroes and for flick cards, uh, the cards themselves are real, uh, great pieces of artwork by, um, let's see what that guy's name is. There is a guy named, I think it's Tim, uh, trying to Tim Holder is his name. And I tried to find out more information about Tim Holder. Um, you know, if you Google his name, Tim Holder artist, you'll find a lot of the same kind of caricature portraits and lithographs for sale. Um, but that's not what this is about. This is about the athletes, Right so uh this is a 48 card set and if you uh you know it's got some buttes in here too i don't know of too many sets here that have the absolute best of the best uh meaning the greatest of all time in their sports especially at that time and and there's no arguing that this set um that this set contained that now like i said it's kind of uh Brit-centric with uh, a lot of the athletes, but uh, the GOATs are uh, known worldwide, and they are um, on display here. Features, uh, again, 48 cards, three. The first three are boxers, Henry Cooper, Alan Minter, and Muhammad Ali. Uh, next two are Formula One racers. Um, I'm sorry, the next three, yeah, Formula One racers, John Conteith, James Hunt, and Mario Andretti from Nazareth, PA. Uh, then it features a Grand, Grand Prix motorcyclist, uh, Barry Sheen, and the eighth card is Peter Collins uh, in a sport called Speedway, which from a distance looks like motorcycle racing, but it's essentially, I believe Speedway is a motorcycle with one gear and you're sliding around an oval track um, at breakneck speed. Uh, next ten cards feature soccer stars, and uh, we'll get to the book in a minute. But the book actually lists them as soccer and not football. So, uh, you know, Eng- England uh, fans tend to look down on the word soccer, but bam, it's right there in the book that they uh, printed. Uh, number nine is Georgie Best, uh, one of the absolute best. Uh, Ray Wilkins, number eleven, is the greatest soccer player of all time, perhaps Pele. Peter Barnes from Manchester City is number 12, Uh, Peter Shilton, 13, Kevin Keegan, number 14, 15 is Trevor Booking, Uh, 16 is Kenny Daglish, 17 is Camille, or uh, Cyril Regis, 18 is Sir Bobby Charlton, Uh, 19 is uh, Johan Cruyff from the Netherlands. Johan Cruyff's influence today is still felt throughout the soccer world, um, in uh, Barcelona and Manchester, uh, Pep Guardiola was a disciple of jo- Johan Cruyff uh, when Johan Cruyff uh, managed Barcelona, and uh, again his influence is still felt throughout the soccer world. Uh, next six people featured, players featured are golfers, and you'll remember, you'll probably uh, know all these names if you've ever picked up a sports page in your life: Seve Ballesteros, uh, Nick Faldo, Jack Nicholas, of course. Uh, the greatest golfer of all time, according to major wins. Uh, Tom Watson, Gary Player, and Lee Trevino. So uh, some heavy hitters right there throughout. Uh, Then rugby is featured with J.P.R. Williams and Gareth Edwards. Uh, We go to jockey uh, cards. There's three jockey cards. John, Joe, O'Neill. One of my favorite uh, English idiosyncrasies is when they put the name John and Joe back-to-back uh john joe there's a guy named john joe Shelby out there in the premier league and i get a little giggle every time i hear it there's never a joe john it's always a john joe uh Willie carson and uh lester pigot is your uh third jockey uh three show jumpers there apparently those uh brits love their show jumpers eddie Mackin, david broom and harvey smith are your three show jumpers uh then we move on to six cricket players. Yep, that's six of them, folks. Uh, Ian Bottom, uh, Mike Brearley, uh, David Gower, Viv Richards, Jeff Boycott, and Bob Willis. Uh, we have a shot putter at Jeff Capes, and Steve Ovette is a uh, – they're both listed as athletics, but Steve Ovette is a 800 and 1500-meter racer. Steve Ovette, I believe, won the Olympic um, – gold in the boycott at 1980 Olympics in Moscow. And then we have uh, Olga Corbett and Ludmila Torysheva, uh, two gymnastics uh, uh, athletes who, I believe, each won three or four gold medals in their time in the 70s for the Soviet Union. Uh, and then we finish off with five, five, count them, um, Uh, tennis players uh, Jimmy Connors Virginia Wade Bjorn Borg and John Lloyd and Chris Everett of course Chris Everett married John Lloyd Chris Everett Lloyd John Lloyd was probably the uh, black sheep of this little gang considering um, he really didn't do much Uh, everybody else was a champion Um, tennis in the 70s was pretty wild I know that's uh, might might seem odd to say that but McEnroe and Bjorn and and um, Connors and, and arthur ash and and on the ladies side you had Billie jean king and martina navratilova and chris everett it was really some um really some uh, great matches you could catch on a saturday and a sunday back in the 70s uh on your television um i don't know i i enjoyed watching them so uh anyway so that's that i'm gonna flick through these cards a little bit here in uh, again i just uh gave the order of, uh, their appearance, um, boxers are boxing, um, racers are posing with their helmets. All this is original artwork. None of this was copied from pictures and and, and whatnot. So soccer players look pretty, uh, wild going through their things. Pele card. I love the Ali card. I love obviously, um, Bobby Charlton is famous for having a wicked comb over and, uh, that was apparent on his uh, card. He played for Manchester United. Um, golfers, the golfers are mid swing. Uh, Gary Player celebrating. Uh, Looks like Jack Nicholas is uh, chipping. Tom Watson's dressed in a wonderful uh, hat that matches his drawers. Um, yeah, just good looking cards. Then we move on to uh, Lee Trevino. Uh, big smile on his face. Uh, then the rugbyists, the jockeys look like they're jockeying and um, obviously the well-dressed show jumpers, cricket players The most of uh, most of them are displayed as uh, batsmen, uh, two pitchers and four batsmen shot putter uh, Steve Ovett crossing a line. And then the, um, the uh, Russian, uh, the Russian, the Soviet gymnast in their red and then the tennis uh, all depicted probably on grass courts, considering that was uh, what was done in England. The Buren board card looks awesome. Uh, Typical headband on Bjorn uh, Borg. So great-looking set. Um, Maybe I'll go over a couple of cards here. Uh, We can see uh, the Ian Botham card right there. He's pitching in his rugby um, setup right there. Great-looking card. Um, Chrissy Everett Lloyd, or Chrissy Everett at this point, or Chris Everett, I guess. Uh, And we can see Tim Holder's autograph there on the bottom right. Really good looking uh, watercolor, pastel uh, I know this isn't an art show, but they're good looking cards. I, I get a big kick out of them. Uh, let's look at the back of um, Jack Nicholas's card. Maybe we can read that aloud uh, if you're watching at home. So it says here uh, Our Heroes Flick Cards, a series of 48, number 22, Jack Nicholas. Born January 21st, 1940. So Jack Nicholas was not yet 40 years old when this card came out. And of course, he's from Columbus, Ohio. Zodiac sign Aquarius. Interesting on the back of a sports card. And his bio says Jack Nicholas has won the US Open three times uh, 1961, 1967, 1972. In the British Open three times, 1966, 1970, and nineteen seventy-eight. He has won the US Masters five times and the US PGA four times. Known as the Golden Bear, Nicholas is classed is is classed as the greatest golfer ever. Yeah, that's what the English say, I guess. He has earned an excess of three million on the US tour, where no other has topped two million. million he's earned on the U.S. tour, it says here. Uh, And that's career um, up to that point in his career. Pretty crazy because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, prize money for a single tournament probably approaches, if not exceeds that at this point. Uh, Back of the card has the um, World of Sport logo prominently displayed across the bottom, and then uh, the bottom says, um, the very bottom says, Venerlandis Orlandis Limited, 77 Broadway Market, London E8. So these cards were not sanctioned by the um, athletes portrayed. They were not sanctioned by any governing body, and they certainly weren't sanctioned by any sporting club or league. Um, any kind of depiction, and I think we'll get into that in a little bit. I'll read a little blurb from the back of the, uh, the book um, in a minute here and we'll see uh, exactly what they're talking about um, and how they limit their liability, as we say. Uh, The Pele card, I love the Pele card. He's dressed in, even though we're not talking, even though these cards are unsanctioned, he's still dressed in his uh, native uh, yellow uh, with green trim uh, football jersey and blue pants, uh, smiling away, dribbling the ball down the field. Uh, Muhammad Ali card is a very popular card, uh, graded in a 9 or 10. It goes for quite a lot of money. Um, and it's depicting uh, the greatest, as his uh, waistband says. Uh, he's got, instead of boxing gloves, he's got bees for hands. He's got a bee coming out of his mouth or going into his mouth. And he's got little butterflies on his um. Boxing shoes. He floats like a butterfly and stings like a bee. Again, his Ali card is pretty popular um in the collecting world. Um, I like it myself too. Haven't decided whether I'm going to get that and the Pele card graded. I like to grade my cards for um safekeeping. So uh I also don't want to break up a set. Uh it's it's hard to break up a set and uh, pull two cards out of it to get graded. Uh, They won't fit back in the little sleeves, will they? So I'm going to read a little bit from the back of uh, Ali's bio. Uh, And he is uh, number three, Uh, Muhammad Ali, born Cassius Clay, of course, January 17th, 1942, in Louisville, Kentucky, USA, Zodiac sign, Capricorn. Of course, for those of you who are uh, astrologists, that, that is a cusp, uh, sign. That is, he was born on the cusp, as they would say. As Aquarius, the house of Aquarius would uh, come into effect a few days after January seventeenth. I know that only because I was born January twenty second. Anyway, just five years after Clay began boxing, he would he won the coveted Golden Glove award, Golden Gloves award at age seventeen. At the Rome Olympics, he won the light heavyweight gold medal. In 1964, he became heavyweight champion of the world, changing his name to Muhammad Ali that year. He held the title until 1967, when he refused to fight in Vietnam on religious grounds. The title was relinquished for three years. He won back the heavyweight title from George Foreman in 1974 and held it until February 1978, when he lost in an upset to Leon Spinks. He then won it for a third time, a record, on September sixteenth, 1978, defeating Spinks in the return. Few would doubt he is the greatest boxer of all time. So if you're counting at home uh, and you're almost out of fingers on your one hand, we got Ali, the greatest boxer up to that point. Uh, We have Pele, the greatest soccer player up to that point. We have... um, of course we have Jack Nicholas, the greatest golfer up to that point, and then uh all these other guys thrown in there too. I would beg to 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 say that Olga Corbett at that point was probably one of the greatest gymnasts as well. Uh, obviously uh Nadia Komanichi would be running around there, but uh really, really some great um athletes in this set. Um you know, I'm gonna flip through the pages here one more time and uh you know Maybe we can uh, take a look at the fronts and the backs. Uh, really, really, really good-looking uh, set here. I'm going to look at the book here. Now, the book, uh, I believe the book was probably sold separately. Uh, it says 25 pence on the front. And uh, has Ali again and Dick Davis, like I said, on the front. Uh, the back is a World of Sport. Uh, it says World of Sport is a London television production for the ITV network, published by Van limited 77 broadway market e8 again Uh, i call it venerlandis because uh the only similar word i see to that in our language is tenor and uh they're spelled the same way except for the first letter so i'm going with tenor some may say wiener whatever dog wiener sounds like you're um telling a dirty joke in german so uh what's really weird about this this book is that it um it kind of tells you how to abuse your cards. Okay. And, uh, there, I've always, uh, espoused that most of the world, uh, collected stickers and had, and, and they're not, they, they didn't collect cards. So they're kind of having to learn how to collect cards. And this is a good example right here. Cause again, this is 1979. And by this point, most of us had realized that we shouldn't be abusing our cards. Um, Sure, we flicked them and pitched them and stuff like that in the 70s, but we were kind of wising up to uh, the fact that we probably shouldn't be tossing these things around like um, a rag doll. But right here on the uh, first printed page, uh, Dick Davies tells you to uh, just throw these things around. And you can see a picture there of a... uh, androgynous English person uh, with a shirt that says, I'm a flick card flicker, throwing the card in the air or throwing it to someone. Uh, So I'm going to read you a bit about what old Dick Davies has to say. It says, Dick Davies here with a great idea for filling in the, the odd moments when you haven't played, when you aren't playing sport or watching world of sport. In fact, here's a pastime for school weekends and rainy days. World of sport has pleasure in presenting picture cards designed for the game of flicking on pages 14 and 15 of this album are the rules for four different and challenging games. There's lots of fun to be had by collecting these cards. So to add the excitement of flicking, you can make up a fine set of duplicates in this album. This is the first of a new series of 48 sporting caricatures by Tim Holder, and there are more to follow. So play the games and collect at the same time. So he's telling you to buy multiple versions so you can flick these things. And also, if you're looking in the book here, um, you can glue them into the pages. And, and uh, the pages are broken down. It says World of Boxing, World of Wheels, um, World of Soccer. There's the soccer word I was telling you about earlier. Uh, world of Soccer Continue, World of Golf, um, World of Horses, World of Rugby. Uh, let's see here. The tension's building world of cricket world of athletics, world of athletics continue. There was only two guys in athletics, so I don't know why they had to continue to the next page and world of tennis. So what's wild about this uh, album is you could glue and it tells you right there, um, attach your flick cards into the appropriate spaces of this album with a a suitable paper glue. So get the glue out, glue these cards. Again, this is 1979. Glue these cards to this book. And at least they had the foresight to, uh, print next to the open space where you should glue your, uh, card, uh, the back of the card. So you can, uh, read what you just glued into the page, uh, right next to it. So thankfully they did that. Um, it says because world of sport flick cards are, Not normally available for purchase in complete sets of 48. The meaning of the full collection is much more. In the same way as old-fashioned cigarette cards, once distribution has stopped, there is much personal satisfaction in owning a high-quality and complete set. Eventually, and if current trends continue, the value of these may increase. So he's telling you, old Dick Davies, that you should glue your cards to this album in the hopes that the value of the cards increase. And on page 13 here, uh, it has the checklist uh, that I mentioned and that we went through, 48 of these athletes. Page 14 and 15 have demonstrations on how to flick these cards. Flicking cards as a game of fun and often great skill is not a new idea. Since the introduction of cigarette cards some 80 years ago, schoolboys and girls found there could be more fun than just straight swapping cards to complete their collection. Throughout the country, card flicking, just as marbles, became one of the most established games at school and at home. Just ask your dads and grandfathers about cigarette card flicking, and you might find yourselves with some interesting challengers. After the war, cards were phased out by the cigarette manufacturers, and the game of flicking disappeared gradually with the scarcity of cards. We now have great pleasure of reintroducing the game of card flicking with our attractive set of cards and hope you have hours of fun. Flick cards are thicker and slightly wider than the old cigarette cards to give the best flight. Uh, I beg to differ with you, Dick Davies. Uh, I, f- I flicked cards throughout the seventies. Um, it's glad you know, you gave us the Beatles and we gave you card flicking back. So, uh, Let's call that even. Uh, there are four different games you can play in here, the rules, stuff like that. So you can cover, you can nearest to the wall, you can play the wall game, or you can play dropsies. Uh, World of Sport flick cards are specifically or especially designed for the game. Only when flicked correctly will they cover the distance. The pictures on the right may help you achieve the best results. But remember, practice is important, and a skilled player will win more cards. These are believed to be the authentic rules of the original cigarette card flicking games. However, variations on rules are quite permissible, provided agreement exists between players. And then we're going to read a little bit more here. There's kind of a special offer on the back here that um, allows you to uh, send in some of your cards, uh, 10 flick cards and a check for um, 75 pence to get a uh, bigger version, seven and three quarters by 13 and a quarter, uh, a personality, some personalities that are featured on the foot cards. And then a list of, uh, personalities that are not on the foot cards, but are on these larger, uh, special offer large print cards. Uh, some of those are Arnold Palmer, um, and some other folks that most of you guys probably won't know. I'm going to read the disclaimer here. um, which is kind of interesting so none of the sporting personalities depicted on the miniature cards nor the clubs to which they belong nor in the case of professional sports men or women their managers or agents have assisted in or received any financial or other reward in connection with the production of either the cards or this book furthermore some of the players are drawn in clothing which is not necessarily their official or current clothing the drawings are entirely original and not copies nor copied directly from any single photograph. Whilst we shall endeavor to read all your letters, it is regretted that we shall not be able to enter into any correspondence. World of Sport flick cards are specifically provided for the game of flicking, and while ensuring that all are available, we are unable to supply specific cards by request through the post. At the time of going to press, details and information published were believed to be correct. So that's how you cover your tale in, um, over there in, uh, in Blighty. You just tell people that we think we're right, what we just said. Uh, so one more thing here to follow up. There was a uh, blog posted April twenty first, 2016, which happened to be my 16th anniversary, from a gentleman uh who said uh he was happy to pick up two cards from com c very cheaply mario andretti uh world of sport our heroes Foot cards number six this was this author of this blog's second favorite driver and uh that wise old sage was uh ken kinsley from beans ball card blog so Again, like I say, uh, heavily researched, poorly executed. That's my um, that's my motto for my podcast. Uh, Kin, I found you. Uh, hopefully, you still have those cards, or at least one of them. Uh, I'm sure I'll hear from you, and it's good to know that you and I are like Eskimo buddies. Now we both have Mario Andretti, Orlandis, World of Sport, our hero, our heroes, flick. Cards. So that's episode 41. And uh again, I ordered that set from England. First time I've ever ordered anything overseas from eBay. It took a while to get here, but boy, it was worth it. It was packed within three or four different uh packages. It had Royal Post on it, a couple pictures of Queen Elizabeth. Uh, really cool to get that thing um uh, into my hands, knowing that it came from England, it didn't sit in uh, you know, some holiday in, um, uh, dusty, uh, ballroom, uh, going in and out of a car for the last 10 years or 20 years, trying to get somebody to sell it to, uh, one of us Yankees. I bought it from, uh, just, geez, I think just smells English still. So, uh, it smells like brown sauce. So I'm happy to have that, uh, world of sport flick cards. Uh, I got my set. I suggest you go get your set um that's about it so with that said uh thank you for joining me this week uh in my journey back in time if you have a comment or suggestion uh perhaps you have a set from the 1970s you'd like to hear more about reach out to me at that 70s card show at gmail.com that 70s card show on youtube or 70s card on twitter uh, i love reading your comments i love the thumbs up you guys give me i uh, i'm not begging you for thumbs up but i really do appreciate it i i see what you guys do there and thank you so much for supporting my little um tiny little show so that's that uh on the podcast we're being played off by uh the late mango safari and uh just want to tell everybody don't don't forget to enjoy your collecting enjoy your collection Be safe. I look forward to seeing and speaking to each and every one of you next week.